So let's talk about a little bit about our next guest before he gets ready to come on. Trey Donaldson. Yeah. Uh, you know, this guy was uh, people don't notice, but he was a, a really good football player um, and everything. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about him that uh, once he gets on here in depth. But, you know, when I watched him play basketball last year. I said, man, this guy's solid. You know, like he his from his physique. I could tell he was a two sport star in high school. And, right. you know, he really came on late in the year for this basketball team. Uh, you know, I think he's going to be someone this year that they're going to need to depend on a little bit from the three point line. Uh, when he did shoot it confidently, you know, he was, you know, he was really good in the owl game and uh, he was really good in the first half of the Houston game. So uh, I, I think he has a lot of confidence coming into this next season uh, with Bruce Pearl and, and especially with the guys that they was able to bring back along with the guys that they got to bring in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be shocked if he doesn't take more of a leadership role, right? I mean, we kind of saw him behind a few guys at the point guard position, especially early on. And over the course of the season, he kind of became the true backup point guard, but he'll kind of know his role going into the season. Then, you know, the, the guy that's probably going to be starting at the point is, is a true freshman. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, Trey's probably going to be a guy that's a leader, uh, as far as, you know, how the guards stack up. So, um, I imagine this will be a very different offseason for him. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And it has to be a confident one. You know, mm-hmm. I, like <laughs> how many times we get a chance to say a kid's coming back next year. You know, it's crazy times we live in. Right. You know, I was talking with a coach yesterday and she was telling me she coached women's basketball and she's my cousin. She coached at another school and we were talking and she was just like, you used to be able to say if I have a freshman or sophomore, man, when they get juniors and seniors, we're going to be really good. But now you can't even say that because you can't even say what your team next year is going to look like because at the end of the year, whoever you think may be coming back, all of a sudden they may be leaving. They may be transferring. Mm-hmm. And so you can't do that anymore as a coach. You always have to say, OK, we have to recruit when the season with our own players and then we have to recruit others to come in. But we're not going to really know what our basketball team is going to look like until probably the end of July. And uh so, you know, it's a lot that they have to deal with nowadays as, as far as the coaching staff putting together these basketball programs. You know, we talked about football uh, earlier a little bit before we started the show. But from a basketball perspective, like you just never know. And I think that's why Bruce Pearl goes after a lot of guys that he feels like has something to prove. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to get two top players in high school, but then I'm going to fill my roster with a lot of other guys coming in as well. Right. Yeah. Kind of get that balance of, you know, the upside of some younger guys and then, you know, the stability of some veterans. You know, we saw that when he went out and got a guy like Janai Broom last Mm -hmm. year. And, you know, he was such a staple of what this team did. And, you know, he went out and got a lot of experience this offseason, too. And so I'm curious to see Trey's thoughts on some of his new teammates. But Bruce Pearl's done such a good job at getting guys that gel together culturally. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these guys are together all the time. I mean, any sport is, but basketball is a smaller roster than most sports. And so, I mean, those guys got to be close. Right. Chemistry is such a big part of it with passing and kind of knowing what everybody else is going to do. And that's how Bruce Pearl's really been able to do a lot with the talent that he's got is all those guys trust each other and they love each other. I mean, it's a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's a key part of it, too, when Bruce Pearl looks for guys. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm gonna ask Trey about that. You know, I saw him out at the lake, uh, you know, late Martin enjoying themselves and talk to him a little bit about that. But we're not gonna hold him too much longer. Uh, I can see him getting himself situated. Uh, you know, this guy's from Tallahassee, Florida. Like I said, he was a thumper in football as a defensive back, played some quarterback as well. 
you know, uh, this guy has many, many, uh, many, many irons in his club bag, as we say in golf. So uh, let, yeah. let's just go ahead and bring Trey on and introduce himself and uh, get going. Trey, how you doing? Good. How are y'all? I'm doing good. I'm, good Jason, I'm Jason Campbell, the host of the uh, On to Victory Collective podcast. I got my guy, Zach Blackberry, on here with us, who's uh, works with Locked On to Auburn. And uh, so we'll just kind of go rapid fire, asking questions back and forth, and then we'll finish up with you with uh, with five quick questions to just kind of let the family, Auburn family, know a little bit more about you. So, you know, first of all, man, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. It. Thanks for your time, no uh, Trey. It's been a, it's been a uh, you know you you played for one of the guys that I grew up admiring in Charlie Ward. Uh, you know, I was a quarterback in high school and and played basketball in high school as well. I actually signed to Auburn to play football and basketball. And I ended up just sticking with football. But talk about what it was like to play for Charlie, but then also talk about what made the decision you choose basketball over football. Uh, playing for Coach Ward was uh, amazing. With me coming out of high school, planning on playing both sports, him just being able to be one of the best guys to ever do it, him mentoring me on how to go about it and stuff like that. And how to go the right way about it and managing it and then mentally getting me prepared for it it was uh it was big for me and uh, i appreciated him a lot for it but i mean he was just a, he was a great coach uh and then with him being in the, being an nba guard he was able to help me extremely with basketball on just like highlighting stuff like that how the nba translates to college and stuff like that and little things i'm gonna have to make sure i do if i want to get to that next level which i want to do yeah Trey, what's the biggest difference between this offseason for you and last offseason? I mean, now you, you've played in the SEC, played a big role in the SEC, and your role kind of expanded over the course of the season. And now, okay, you've probably got a better lay of the land as far as entering this first full offseason for you. How are you approaching it differently? Uh, just mentally. Uh, mentally, it's nothing different physically. Workout plans are the same and stuff like that. I just want to uh, mentally just make it sure I'm – Strong, mentally strong, just prepared, and uh, more mature than I was coming in last year. And uh, just being that leader on the team and stuff like that, that's going to be big. And then just earning my respect from everybody, just from a wide standpoint. Yeah, and Trey, we noticed last year towards the end of the season, like you begin to shoot the ball more. And uh, especially in the hour game, you had a great game and then you had that first half of the Houston game as well. Uh, talk about it. Is it just kind of getting – like okay, I feel like I found my place. I found my my place and my role in this in this offense now. Now I can feel like I can just kind of let it go. Uh, is it a confidence thing, or is it just a, a, a like I just feel like it was just time for you just to take another level? I mean, uh, through the season, it was a lot of ups and downs. But I mean, my like I said, my confidence when the when the stage is set and it's go time and lights are on, and I feel like I'm a especially March Madness. That's one of the biggest mm -hmm. stages of basketball in the. Uh, every year so i mean when the lights came on my confidence was through the roof but i mean i guess it was just it was more to it than what everybody knows with me up and down all season but uh yeah i just when the lights come on i'm i'm a guy that's gonna show up every time so just shooting shooting the ball was nothing i've always been able to do that it was just the opportunity presented itself and i took full advantage of the opportunity yeah yeah man auburn folks are glad that you did for sure so I mean, growing up, every kid that plays basketball, they dream of playing in the NCAA tournament, being a part of March Madness. Was that what you thought it would be now that you've played in two NCAA tournament games? Uh, yes, 
And but I I like everybody everybody doesn't really like highlight the first couple rounds. Mm. The ones you want to play and the ones that are I mean, don't get me wrong, those are going to be memorable, especially because I played so well in them. Yeah. But mm-hmm. those late rounds are those are the ones we want to get to this year where those are really going to put a stamp on history here at Auburn. Yeah, you look at y'all team coming back this year. You know, you get the two big victories in getting Jalen back, and then you also get Janiyah back. Then you talk about you look at your recruiting class, and then you look at the transfer portal. And I'm pretty sure most of you guys have had opportunity to get on the court and kind of run a little bit with each other, you know, playing a little five-on-five. I also saw y'all out at Coach Pearls, I guess, at Late Martin, uh, interacting together as teammates. Talk about, you know, building that camaraderie between your teammates, being out at Late Martin, but then also what you've seen so far from some of the guys and just pick up games running together over the summer. I mean, this the group we have now, everybody's here besides one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, they're, we're, we're really close. For us to be only together for a couple of weeks now, it's crazy how close we are already. Uh, last year, we, the team wasn't as close. We had some older guys that were just like separated from the team and stuff like that. Yeah. But this year, I got we have we have a team that's came together and decided that we're going to be together and our bond's going to be stronger. And I feel like, and we all think that's our, that's going to make us a better team. We'll be able to make a stronger push in the dance. So I mean, these guys. I mean, the guys are great. They're good energy guys. I mean, it's going to be exciting. We're going to play a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it seemed like three point percentage was something that. Bruce Pearl and the staff chose to go after. I mean, all these guys that are coming in, they have a track record of shooting the ball from deep really, really well. Is that something that was discussed amongst the team, that, that you guys are going to try to do more of that? I mean, Bruce Pearl is still the coach, obviously, but um, or, or is it is it more than that? Man, y'all, uh, everybody knows BP's offense. He wants to get back to running it fast and quick and pace and getting up shot through balls in transition. He loves, mm-hmm. he loves shooting through balls in transition. So, I mean, I feel like it's just BP being BP and BP's system. That's exactly how uh, that he found guys that fit exactly in his system well and put them around the guys that we already have. Yeah, I always call his system similar to Steve Kerr's system with the Golden State Warriors. You know, uh, the way he just lets you guys just kind of shoot. You can pull it from anywhere. It's like a, it's a no for anybody. You know, there's not like even Janiyah will shoot a three sometimes. And, <laughs> you know, it's like he doesn't care who's shooting it. I think it's all about hustle and effort. And one thing about when you shoot the three, as a guard, you got to be able to get back and stop the fast break if there's a long ball that comes off the rim. Uh, so talk about, like, in practice, like, how intense are y'all practices as far as, like, you know, fast-paced drills? Uh, everything we do is fast-paced because, like I said, that's how BP likes to play. So, like, just when when you're getting up shots, like, it's 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 going to be fast-paced, so you don't really, like, pay no – pay serious attention to it. But the main things that BP focuses on – is the little things like you said, being a guard, shooting shot three balls and stuff like that for long mm-hmm. rebounds. The little things like one of us, either the one or the two guard, getting back on defense to stop the transition, like you said, just little things like that. Four guys going to rebound, uh, and then the other guard running through the free throw line just in case it's a, not as long as a long as a, of a rebound. And one of those guys tip it out. One of the other guards can get it, and but he's also transitioning back uh, in defense as well. So I mean, just little things like that. That's BP's main focus. Us going hard and stuff like that, he doesn't – that's nothing he really – uh he has to reiterate or pay attention to because he knows we're going to do that. He has – he's gone, gone out and got guys like me and Janai and guys like that that are going to do those things anyway. So that's not really a thing he has to worry about. 
Trey, as far as how you prepare now, and kind of talked about what the team's doing, but you specifically, you know, if you're if you're working out by yourself, what exactly are you working on right now? Is it is it primarily shots? Is it ball handling? Is it defense? What does that look like? I mean, uh, obviously, I want to get better on the defensive end, but I mean, I'm at the end of the day, I'm a nothing. I'm not just working on anything specific. The summer is BP always tells us the summer is about us. So, I mean, I'm working on all aspects of my game, mm-hmm. but uh, mainly just showing that like the new guys and the younger guys and the older guys that I'm gonna be a guy this year that's gonna step up in that leadership role and take control of the team. And being in a heavy SEC uh, season this year, you know, from top to bottom, I thought the SEC was very competitive. If you think about some of the tough games that you guys lost and and some of the tough games that you won, what would you say to be a, a big emphasis on this year that y'all can do better playing in the, playing into a tough conference again, which I think is going to be heavily loaded again? What are some things you learned from last year that you think is going to propel you guys this year? Uh, just take care of the ball and shot, shot selection. I feel like we had some bad shot selection last year and then just being unselfish with the ball. And then at the end of the day, there's not no special formula to it. Just playing all the basketball. A lot of those games that we lost, they were, we, the one game we lost, we got blew out was Kentucky, but all the other games were, we were in there. We were in the, we were in the door. We were supposed to win and we were up at one point, all of them. So in late in the game as well. So, I mean, just mm-hmm. playing open basketball, doing what we know and closing our games, making free throws, getting to the line late in the games and getting stops. Mm-hmm. You guys got a lot bigger. I mean, going back to the transfer discussion, I mean, the guys that they brought in, like six, seven seems to be like a normal, a normal height for, for, for a lot of your teammates that have joined the roster now. How does that help you when you know you're kind of the you know, the the first guy they've got to get past defensively, knowing that all the dudes behind you are like six, seven or bigger? I mean, uh help defense is big, but I mean mm-hmm. still BP always says competing to keep your guy in front. So I mean if I happen to get beaten, to know those big guys are behind me is a great feeling. Just to know that length, it's not that many, there's not going to be that much space to drive gaps and stuff like that as long as we're in the right positions like we're supposed to be. And uh, so it's a good feeling as a guard. Yeah. And like I said, yeah, to be able to have that help behind you because you know there can be opportunities for block shots and get out on the fast breaks um, and everything. We're leading to that. Let's talk about your, the young freshman that everyone signed at, um, trying to call his name right now, just messing it up. Uh, but our freshman talent, high talent and freshman, we just signed. Everyone is looking at him to kind of help push the pace a little bit as well, which I think is going to help you be able to free up and shoot a lot of three balls. Uh, what have you seen so far from from a young guy? I mean, he's a, he's a, he, he shoots the ball well. I mean, we haven't really seen much because we haven't played really that much. But, I mean, from what I've seen, he shoots the ball really well, and I'm, uh, he's a good kid. Right, right. So as far as, you know, bringing in these new guys i mean you're not the new guy anymore you're not the true freshman anymore what's kind of your role that you've kind of either put on yourself or maybe the coaches asked you to do something but as far as making sure these guys feel welcome feel loved because i mean chemistry jason and i were talking about this before you joined but like team chemistry always seems to be a big priority for what bruce pearl likes to do with his teams yeah just uh taking up on the leadership role showing the guys the ropes and stuff like that uh and then at the same time competing as well that's just mm-hmm. the biggest thing, just uh, being a leader. Being a leader is a really big thing. Uh, we had we lacked that at points last year. So just being a leader all times, even when it's good or bad, that's been the biggest thing with these guys, just so the new guys, because we want to get Auburn back on top like it's always been with BP. Right. And uh, like I said, Trey, you, you experience is something you can't teach. 
And I always say each year that you play, it's always a different season. You learn something from each each season. You learn something from each game. And uh, like I said, you finished the season strong, which said told a lot about yourself that you was each game you was taking in knowledge. You was getting better. And when you got to a point where you felt more comfortable to release the ball more, you were able to do that. And now heading to this offseason, you're more of a leader because you can talk from experience uh, to a lot of the young guys that's coming in. You know, they need to know that even the new guys that come in just because they was at a, in college and playing ball somewhere else. Auburn is still different. You know, Wait, you still got to reinsert yourself when you get here. And, uh, and I think guys will be able to lean on to you and Jalen and Janai to help these guys to to probably pick up the pace a lot faster because you guys have have been through it. So, um, you know, I commend you on taking in that leadership role and another leadership role that 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 has to take place is now NIL. Uh, you know, NIL has become big in college sports, um, you know, for student athletes. And I think it's great that you guys get an opportunity to to benefit from your name, image and likeness. Talk about, you know, your experience with NIL and, and how it's helped you and, and your teammates. Uh, first of all, I just uh, couldn't go on with the thanking on the victory to give me the opportunity to do other things that I wasn't able to before NIL. So thank you to on the victory for that, for supporting us student athletes and uh giving us the ability to take care of uh, family back home and stuff like that and helping us financially. So I would like to thank Andre Victory for that. But, I mean, it's uh, it's big because, I mean, as a student athlete, especially at Auburn with NIL, you're, uh, Auburn's not a big town, so you're always being watched. So you just mm. it's just carrying yourself the right way 24-7 and then just know you're representing something bigger than you. And that's what you, that's what you ask for when you come to a university like this. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, Zach, you got anything before I hit him with the rapid fire real quick? No, let's jump into it. All right, let's do this. So I always like to ask a lot of guys. I know in football where we like to eat, I always talk about myself, things I used to eat before nights, before big games. As a basketball player, you know, you're always running. There's no stopping when you're on the basketball court. So what do you do to fuel yourself the night before a big game or even the day of a big game if it's a night game? I'm a pasta guy. So I'm a big pasta guy. But, I mean, so we're either going to have team – Team dinner, we're either gonna have Makatas or mm-hmm. so which is hibachi. I remember and I'm a Makata. big I'm a big hibachi guy too, but or we'll have Hamilton. So if we go to Hamilton's the night before, I'm a I'm a chicken Alfredo guy, black and chicken Freddy uh Fettuccine. That's what I'll get. Uh and maybe some fries on the side if I feel like it, or some shrimp. And then uh at Makata's it'll be uh chicken fried rice, double rice, double chicken. I'm a big guy with that. And then Man, just drinking a lot of water and stuff like that, and uh, winning, winning the hydration battle, make sure I'm hydrated, stuff like that, and ready to go the night before so I can perform. Good deal, good deal. Pasta seems to be the go-to, Zach. You know, he's the second player today to say oh, yeah. pasta. You know, that was my go-to as well, pasta and you know, some chicken wings. I don't know if y'all Trey was more confident with his order, though, than some of the <laughs> other guys we've talked to. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he already know. He was at the restaurant. He know what it is. You can yep. tell. Yeah, he knows. Trey, uh, growing up as an athlete, who was an athlete that you looked up to that you kind of liked their game and and, and kind of like how they handled themselves? Like, who's that one person that you that was the athlete that inspired you? Uh, Kobe Bryant, for sure. I have Kobe tatted. I have a Kobe tribute tatted on my both of my wrists. Okay. Uh, Kobe was a big thing for me, uh, and just like a mental standpoint, he just uh, he represented everything I wanted to be, and I carry that with me to this day. That's why my, my mentality is the way. I am, and I won't ever settle for nothing less. So, I mean, Kobe had a big uh, – he inspired me a lot. And just uh, a lot of the stuff I do now is because of him. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Moving on down the list here. What makes you nervous about a game? Like if uh, like what calms your nerves or what keeps you if you couldn't sleep? What is it that keeps you from sleeping about uh, the anticipation of this of this big game that's coming? The excitement, the opportunity. God can just being able to wake up that next day and God God wake me up next day and give me the opportunity that I've asked for. The the opportunity that a lot of kids would die for. Just and then me being appreciative of that as uh as well. I mean, just the anticipation ready to play and uh showcase everybody and show everybody that I'm if not the best, one of the best guards in college basketball. Gotcha. Outside of outside of Alabama, you know, everyone always say Alabama because that's our biggest rivalry. What is the one team that you look forward to playing each and every year in the calendar to come out that you look at and say, Yeah, I, I gotta have that game? Uh I'm well, me being who I am, I've always been, like you said earlier, me being a football guy and uh, basketball, I've always been overlooked because I play. It's hard. You know this as well. You said mm-hmm. you were a dual sport athlete. Being a football and basketball guy, they're going to look overlook you regardless. Yeah. So with, with me being overlooked and stuff like that, it's still to, it's, I still get it to this day. And uh, But whoever, whoever has the top guard, because I feel like this from – past experience me being overlooked i want whoever they say the best is because i feel like i'm the best and i've i've I've, when i've gotten the opportunity i've been able to show that i'm one of the best and this year to come i'm gonna show i'm the best so whoever whoever has the best guard whoever has the best guard in the sec whoever whoever claims to have the best guard whoever feels like they have the best guard because every night i step on the cry i feel like i'm the best guard hands down so whoever has the best guard that's who i'm looking forward to go to every every year whoever's on the calendar See, Zach can tell this man played quarterback before. So he played quarterback because he's in control a little bit. He showed that leadership. And then he played DB because he want to stop. He, he wears that, that heart on the sleeve. That's mm-hmm. what DBs do. So, you know, I can tell that. I can see the intensity in him and everything. I can already tell he's going to have a big year this year, and I know he's yeah, excited. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I can't wait for this season. I have, I have something to prove for sure. That's awesome. No doubt, no doubt. Before we let you get out of here, man, you know, Auburn is a big time, uh, you know, tradition school and everything. Uh, what's some of your favorite traditions that you uh, you enjoy the most uh, being a player here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably I like Tiger Walk just to see all my guys, like the football mm-hmm. guys that I know that I came in with. I like Tiger Walk. I like uh, I like how they the send offs that we do, and I like uh, obviously. Uh, when the bird flies around the stadium. I mean, basketball, you don't – basketball, you don't – well, I, I couldn't say because I'm not out there. I'm usually in there talking with BP or warming up. You don't really get yeah. as much of the tradition stuff as football mm-hmm. you know, because they're outside. They can do more, stuff like that. They're not going to let the bird fly inside. So, I mean, it's just little things like that. And But Auburn is def- – I definitely love Auburn, like how traditional it is, stuff like that. My uncle my uncle being uh, playing here, football here, and then my dad was committed here at one point. That's all they would tell me about the tradition here at Auburn is crazy. So, I mean, I definitely appreciate the tradition, but it would definitely have to be Tiger Walk or the okay. Eagles. Well, basketball do have one thing they do really well, though, that that football doesn't have yet. You know, I know the students like to get there to the football games and warm-ups, but it's not the same as it is in basketball warm-ups. Yeah, nah, I, when you I know. get there, when I get there, I'm, I get dressed and I come out there, already sitting there waiting on me. Right. They sit there every time you make a layup, they say something. I can't remember what they say. Then you shoot a three, you make it, they go crazy. Like go that crazy. gotta be you know, something that like get you excited. Warm ups. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's definitely fun. There's nothing like the jungle. There's nothing like it. 
Well, that's Trey Donaldson, everybody. We look forward to hearing about him more this year, having him back on the show when the season's going on and uh, talk about the great year that he's having. Um, hey, Trey, we, we enjoyed you on the show, man. Uh, the Auburn family, appreciate your hard work and effort and your leadership. And um, NIL, like I said, appreciate all the work that you guys do uh, in your name, image, and likeness as well. So we look forward to having you back. Uh, thanks for coming on and stay healthy, stay strong, and uh, keep being a leader that you are. Uh, War Eagle. No doubt. I appreciate y'all. War Eagle. Thanks, right, Trey. Thank you. So there we go, everybody. Trey Donaldson. I tell you what, Zach, just listening to him, he already sounds a lot more comfortable than last year. Uh, yeah. You know, you can kind of see the fire in his eyes. You can see that desire that, that I got something I want to go out here to prove to people that, you know, that I made the right decision, you know, choosing basketball. I made the right decision. You know, and coming to Auburn and, uh, you know, and people kind of been sleeping on me a little bit. And and I'm about to show everybody. I like the challenge that he says about I look to see who has the top guards because I want to beat the top guard. That's what you want to hear from your, your players. That's what you want to hear from one of your leaders on the team. So, you know, I, I he got me excited. I've been trying to think of our freshman name because there's so many kids I got to know from football to basketball to baseball and everybody in the young guys are just coming in. Yeah. Kind of slips your mind a little bit. But, you know, he, he seems to be, you know, in a good, good place mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Nate and Holloway were certainly excited about the, you know, the, yes, the freshman Holloway. coming in. And he gave a good report on him for sure. But, yeah, yeah, I, I think you nailed it, Jason, as far as the the different kind of approach um, that Trey has had, both – as far as off the court, like talking to us. And it sounds like he's being more intentional with, when he's on the court as well. So, um, and look, you've been there. You can talk about this way better than me, but I imagine, you know, preparing for your first season in college versus preparing for any season after that at Auburn, it's going to be, you know, you know what to expect, you know what it's right. like. Um, and he wants more of it. I loved his answer when I asked about March Madness in the NCAA tournament. He's like, yeah, it's good, but Nobody cares about the round of 32. <laughs> let's go farther than that. I'm like, okay, Trey, let's do it. Let's go. Which is facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, for sure. It's just like getting to the, uh, you know, it's like getting to the playoffs in football. You don't want to just want to get there. You want to play the title game. You know, that's the, that was the biggest, you know, disappointment. I wouldn't say disappointment, but the biggest thing that bothered me the most is you go undefeated. You had this great season. You had a tougher schedule out of the, out of the three teams that's competing for the championship, and you're the one that's left out of it. You don't get a right. chance to see what it's like to play on that national stage where it's just you and another university. You know, even though we played Virginia Tech the night before, we was the only game on that night. Uh, but you want to be in that game. Not the same. Yeah, you want to be in that national title game. And I think, uh, you know, that's 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 a good mindset because he wants to get to the Sweet 16. He wants to get to the Final Four. You know, the 2019 team felt that. They know what it's like. We was a call away from being called to travel from being in the in the in the championship game right and uh and everything so you know that's good to hear that they just don't feel comfortable that they made the tournament because let's be honest the year before we was a two seed and we mm -hmm. got bounced in the first in the first uh game but then we got, so got bounced in the first game of the sec tournament for two years in a row we hadn't got passed in the first game in the sec tournament so right. there should be some hunger to advance because i think if you can win some games in the sec tournament you get some flow and confidence going into the ncaa tournament i'm with you i'm with you and that's what's you know bruce pearl's been so good at as far as 
getting teams to peak at the right time. And that mm-hmm. hasn't really happened the last two seasons. And a lot of that's had to do with like shot selection. Like Trey mentioned, he kind of critiqued their shot selection from a year ago and uh three point percentage over the last two years. And so what do they do? They go out and get a bunch of guys that shot th- uh, really good from three at their previous schools at, at smaller levels of competition. And you hope that it translates to the sec level. So um, I think Trey Donaldson and, you know, you mentioned the other leaders like Jalen and, and Janai. Um, hopefully they can lead us there. I, I think that's uh, I think it's a great thing. And yeah, talking to him, I'm fired up. Like I, I wish basketball started <laughs> tomorrow at this point. Yeah. I thought they took the biggest recruits to get back was Jalen and Janai. You know, you, you get two experienced guys. I think a great locker room guys. I think that's can, that can help this team, especially with all the new guys that's coming in. You need that core still put together. And I, th- I think that helps in so many ways than people could imagine uh, because basketball has kind of been one door open, one door closes type deal. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to get a kid like Trey back in his second year is almost like that's what's to be expected, but you can't expect that anymore. Right. <laughs> like, you know, that he's here again for another year because so many guys are leaving and everything. And, uh, and that old Miss game is lining up to be a good rivalry game. You know, you kind of heard him mention some things about – team wasn't as close last year but they're closer now he feels like within three weeks of being what a team should look like so it just makes it the only reason i say that because you know coach flanagan with the old miss and then his mm-hmm. son al has followed him to old miss so it'll make it a fun robbery not a bad robbery it'll just be a fun robbery to see how old miss and, and auburn play each other why because how much do coach pearl change up his calls how much do you know it's a yeah. it's a chess match is what it is. And uh especially with Al playing for him too, that is a game I'm looking forward to just because I want to see how do we respond to the chess match. Yeah. Yeah. And some of those details, of course, just watching, we won't know. That's gonna be more, you know, stuff that happens on the sideline in the locker room. But you're totally right. And it's gonna be cool to see the interaction between Allen and guys like Jalen. I mean, they played together what three or four seasons. Right. Like they they mm-hmm. they're brothers, right? They've been brothers right. for the last few years, and I'm sure you know him playing at Ole Miss isn't gonna change that, but it will for that night, right? Mm-hmm. And because they're both gonna want to win for their respective teams. So I'm with. 